I'll say it. Kyler gave the best performance out of all of us in the um, collegiate skit we did when uh, I was stuck in my room. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Kyler was great in that. Yeah, nothing. You just <laughs> were normal. Yeah. He popped up in Nick's room unexpectedly. Yeah. That was great. It was just like... I don't remember this it, at all. You didn't, you didn't want to be on camera, so you just panicked and acted normally. Yeah. Whereas all of us were trying to act because we were on camera. Yeah. So you just gave the best performance. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. genuinely authentic. Yeah. Wait, is that when you had to make a phone call? And you were acting in it, then I had to respond? No. No, no, that was the one where um, we were like, Dalton's been in his room for like three days. And then so you get worried yeah. about me. And then when you open the door, Christine walks out. Oh, my God. I need to watch this because I don't remember. Anything. I don't have it. I don't think it exists. I don't think oh, anything. You know what? No. I might have it. You might have it? I might fucking have it. Roll the it. clip. <laughs> Jamie, can you pull the clip? God damn it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Nights Roundtable. I'm Dalton Burdett. I'm Nick Arikio. I'm Kyler Wagner. And we are the Movie Nights. Well. Some of us. <laughs> if you're watching this because you've been here, are uncensored. Unfiltered. Thoughts and opinions about the world of movies and entertainment news. So kick back. Relax. And thank you for being a part of the conversation. Jesus Christ. Yes, that was perfect. It was not. I mean, you... Well, no. Okay, so as you can see, both Nick and Kyler are here today. For the fans that don't know, Kyler is the cinematographer on all of our short film projects. So, Hello. So all two of you who have seen The Local, you have Kyler to thank for how it looks. Well, most of it. <laughs> I don't claim one scene. Yes, I. That's right. I shot for a whole day. It's an ongoing bit where Dalton gets to shoot one scene out of every short film we make. <laughs> so does and Nick. It's wildly different than. Yeah, the rest. I've done a few too. Yeah, I did a very bad focus pull in the local. No, I, it was a good focus pull. <laughs> I don't like it. it no, 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 no. Choppy up there. In the no, morning. no. The no more safe haven no, one. No, there is one focus pull where I was like, man, was I drunk that day? I know yeah. that wasn't even me. It's the one over the counter. I know what you're choppy. talking about. Yeah, that yeah. was me. That makes me feel better. Uh, no, also, the, you were probably the when when you oh, when you shot when we shot No More Safe Haven and you had to do the bedroom scene yeah. and then I was like, you know what? It's a good thing it's a dream sequence because we're just gonna blur Filter the this. shit out of this. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me? I'm an actor, not even. <laughs> I'm just there sometimes. Yeah, we just do what we can. I hold a boom mic. Port. Really? Why do you have me on these things? Best I don't do much. Sound guy on the East Coast. <laughs> not East even. Coast. Do you know how much we had to retell for the local? Best ADR guy. No, 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 no. One of the best mistakes in the local is when Nick, when we were on set and Nick realized halfway through my scene that the levels could be higher. So in the middle of my sentence, he turns it up and you can audibly hear it. No, dude, I would love to take you through the local and show you every mistake. It's so fun. It's so fun. Uh, Anyway, we have tons of movie news to get into. But before I do that, I have a, it's not really a surprise because I don't have gifts, but I (laughs) I wanted to bring something to you guys' attention. If you count every episode of the Movie Nights podcast, mm-hmm. every episode of the Movie Night show, mm-hmm. and every, every episode of the Movie Nights roundtable, which is like the final evolved form, and this is going to be what it is. Yeah. This is episode 100. Really? Hey. And, we got Kyle and both of you are here. I yeah. will be back in 100 more. <laughs> yes. <Give it> 200. <laughs> yes. So... Thank you for all of the few of the subscribers who watched the shit. 
We really appreciate and love you. By the way, according to our stats, 96% of our viewers are unsubscribed. Let's change that, please, and subscribe to the channel. And um, also, if you'd rather listen on audio, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, all that good shit. Now, let's get into my favorite part of the show, the box office. Coming in at number one last weekend was Eternals, making 28.26.8 million, excuse me, dropping 62% from its first weekend, which is just slightly above normal. Um, coming in at number two was Clifford, the big red dog, in its first weekend, making $16.6 million. Dune came in third, making $5.5 million, dropping 29% from its third to fourth weekend. No Time to Die came in fourth, dropping 25% from its fifth to sixth weekend. That's actually amazing. Venom, Let There Be Carnage came in at number five, only dropping 12% from its sixth to seventh weekend, making $3.9 million. Venom, two, has officially crossed $200 million domestically. Only one other movie has done that, and that's Shang-Chi. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, a bunch of cool box office news. Eternals Worldwide's total so far has been $215 million, which is not bad. Uh, it'll continue to make some money for them. And No Time to Die's total worldwide number is 708 Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, for the pandemic year. For James Bond. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Let's see, let's see Venom's total worldwide number. 430 that's insane <laughs> good job venom but uh but yeah that's Fantastic the movie. that's the top uh five of the box office uh were there any surprises anything you were happy or sad to see about that or is there a movie that you know is out and you want to know where it ended up on the list now you said clifford was that its first week yes open second huh that that is surprising. Mm-hmm. And in looking for my uh, rumor for the week, uh, I discovered that Clifford is actually the most watched film for Paramount Plus. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. Which means it beat Halloween Kills, right? Or no, Halloween Kills is Peacock, Peacock, right? Oopsie. Too many services. Too many. But yes, there's the box office numbers, guys. I haven't made a chart yet, so you won't see shit. <laughs> but hopefully one day we'll get there. I'm going to make like a nice graphic. You know how Dan Merle does it? Mm. Watch that channel. It's so much better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, watch it after you, you finish this video, though. Yeah. It really yeah. helps. Yeah. <laughs> um, our first big story is coming to us from Variety. Original MoviePass owner has bought back the company and plans to relaunch it. That's not going to work. <laughs> the summer of MoviePass has returned. <laughs> So this is what they told Insider. I can confirm that we acquired MoviePass out of bankruptcy on Wednesday. We are thrilled to have it back and are exploring the possibility of relaunching soon. Our pursuit to reclaim the brand was encouraged by the continued interest from the movie-going community. We believe, if done properly, theatrical subscription can play an instrumental role in lifting movie-going attendance to new heights. Now, it should be pointed out that the person who gave that statement was the person who originally owned MoviePass before selling it to the person who dropped the price to $10. Mm. This person originally charged thirty to forty dollars per month, and it wasn't a movie a day. It was a much more sustainable mm-hmm. thing, and they're probably going to go back to something like that. Now, will it be successful? Probably not, because so many people were used to it being ten dollars. That I want to watch a documentary about Movie Pass <laughs> because all the shady shit they did and like the inc- that was crazy. That whole thing was crazy. But yeah, what are your thoughts on MoviePass potentially coming back? Because the one, I think the one leg up it has on the other services is you can go to any theater you want. 
It doesn't have to be a certain brand. Yeah, that is a benefit, but I'm still going to go to the AMC. Yeah, the A-list because <laughs> it's so it's, it's such a good deal. Yeah, it's convenient. Yeah. Um, while we live closer to Regal, mm-hmm. um, I'm still going to go to AMC. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, it's now that all those theaters have their own subscription passes, mm-hmm. are they going to be more cooperative? Or is it going to be the random like little hometown theaters that movie mm-hmm. pass access to? Because AMC is going to be like, no, we have our own. Why would we? You're charging less. Why would we let you in? Well, yeah. no. that's the thing. They might charge more. They might charge more. And, and you know, what the, what the box office gets probably right. won't change. Yeah. Because I know how AMC does it is they, how, because it's like, how do they count tickets? Mm-hmm. Whatever the national average price of a movie ticket is, is how much they give to the studio. So I'm pretty sure right now it's like $10. Gotcha. So they give them $10 if you're an A-list member and you buy a ticket. So it'll probably work out like that. So because you don't want to deter customers away who choose to go to your theater mm-hmm. by whatever means it is. Yeah. Because a really bad movie theater, it rhymes with Cinemark. What they used to do when Movie Pass was a thing <laughs> is <laughs> they, <laughs> they used to um, tell the employees, hey, if somebody has Movie Pass and they need help, don't help them. Mm-hmm. which was super fascinating considering you they could have gone to any theater but came to a cinemark and we were telling them to fuck off. Wait, we know. I never, what? Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think if they charge like 30 bucks a month, they can get away with it as long as they're doing more than three movies a week. But even then, the only people that will really watch it are huge cinema files. Yeah. Like they're, who's going to watch three movies a week anyway? That's hard to hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, a lot of it is it's like the gym membership thing. They're just counting on people subscribing because it's a good deal and then just never using it and that charging it all the time. Like, like we are robbing AMC. <laughs> like how often we go yeah. and how many people we bring. Right. But there are, for the 10 of us that go, there's 20 more who have it and never use it. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think it's a case of that. I'd, I'd love for them to come back for 10 bucks. Yeah, but I like know it would never happen. happen. Maybe, but but like maybe it's ten bucks a month and you get one movie a, a week. week. Honestly, I think I would probably do that. Mm-hmm. Just, just just to have an option to go. Well, well, yeah. well, yeah, because now where I live, there's that theater right across the street. Mm-hmm. So like when things get backed up, it's like I don't want to drive yeah. all the way. Uh, honestly, yeah. even if so they did, I'll be both. Yeah, yeah. I'll like, be honest. Like right now, there's three movies out that I'm behind on, whereas I could just every night this week yeah just go there honestly even if they did twenty dollars a month one movie a week that's a good deal too yeah i don't think i would have both i don't think i would if 20 i mean i live right here so i wouldn't yeah but if i moved yeah yeah, you know makes sense what do you guys think about movie pass potentially making a comeback let us know down in the comments as we move on to our next story kyler this story might upset you because it involves jake gyllenhaal oh okay (laughs) (laughs) big t swift guy over here Pass me the Mysterio pot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, her music video did hit like 28 million views in mm-hmm. less than 24 hours. Yes, she did break another world record, beating herself. We're not we're not asking you to defend her. <laughs> we know she's I, good. It's the best attack ad I've seen in a while. <laughs> True. Yes, but uh, so you got to see Dylan O'Brien make out with someone for 10 minutes straight. <laughs> good. A very sizable difference, too. They, they really kept that age gap of Dylan <laughs> Hall and Swift. Oh, man. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> coming to us from Deadline, this news made me so happy. They're doing a reboot of Roadhouse. 
What? Starring Jake Gyllenhaal. And guess who's directing it? Doug Lyman. Director of The Born Identity ah. and Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Why? So yeah, uh, that came like a weird that came as an movie. exclusive from Deadline. Now they're not saying what type of reboot it's going to be. If it's going to be like a remake <laughs> mm-hmm. or just a similar thing. Yeah. Just tell me the character's name is still Dalton. That's <laughs> that's all I want because for those of you who don't know, my parents are so eighties that they named me after Patrick Swayze's character in Roadhouse. Roadhouse is a fun as hell movie. Mm-hmm. I love it for personal reasons as well, but. <laughs> It is super fun. I would love to see a remake of this. Um, a while ago, they were going to do a remake of starring Ronda Rousey. That fell apart. Mm-hmm. So now they're doing this. I think this is nothing but great news. I'm sorry, Kyler. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, okay. I want everyone to know I love Jake Gyllenhaal too, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go down as a Jake Gyllenhaal hater. <laughs> Nightcrawler. Uh, Far From Home. Far From Home. <laughs> The guilty streaming on Netflix now. Streaming on Netflix now. Um, I almost got him mixed up with Ryan Gosling too. So that was a prisoners. Yeah. Prisoners. Oh yeah. See, I know him. It's good. It's pretty good. Yeah. The, it has one of the greatest movie lines of all time. You know what? I'm gonna say Roadhouse has the greatest movie line in history. The nobody, Patrick Swayze. Nobody, nobody puts, puts baby, baby in, in a corner. corner. That's right. Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I we thought of the same one. <laughs> Honestly, going into that sentence, I don't know if Kyler was bidding or not. I no, was I, no, I am bidding. That's dirty dancing. I'm, I which, by the way, is a horrible line in an <laughs> okay movie. It's said off screen. He's in the dark, basically. It, it's not set off screen. Eh, more or less. He's he's walking in yeah. into the screen. And then he's like, nobody puts baby in a corner, and then they just walk away. You're like, wait, that's the line. Is it is it the part in Roadhouse where Patrick Swayze like taps like the side of the wall and says, "This is it. This is the Roadhouse." <laughs> No, I'm going to tell you the line, and you're not going to believe it's in the movie, but it is. Patrick Swayze is fighting a guy, and halfway through the fight, the guy is winning, grabs Patrick Swayze, and says, very seriously, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. (laughs) I need to watch this movie. It's the greatest movie line of all time. And you'll forget that it's in the movie until it happens, and you'll laugh. That's good. (laughs) It's incredible. All right, moving on to our next story. <laughs> um, coming to Hulu in 2022, the new Predator movie, which is upsetting. I want to see Predator in the theater, but the concept of this Predator movie is fucking awesome. The movie is going to be called Prey. <laughs> what? I see what they did there. Yep. That was clever. And it is a prequel but it's not just a prequel. This takes place during like the indigenous and Native American times in the like you know way back when and it's a predator versus indigenous people and it's directed by the guy who made 10 Cloverfield Lane. Trachtenberg. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot his first name. And here's the image. Future editing Dalton, remember to put the image in the fucking thing. So, I think the Native Americans. I don't know if it takes place in America. Let me double check that. But the indigenous peoples. The indigenous peoples are going to be the predator. And the predator is going to be the prey. Ooh. Very cool. 
be good. Predator it's, can only kill so many people. Listen, you know? I, it's going to be great. It will not top the Predator movie that came out a few years ago, directed <laughs> by uh, Shane Black. Black. Really, every time. Really, <laughs> every fucking time. Okay. Here at the movie nights, I'm pretty sure we're the only people who like that fucking movie. I think it's fantastic. And uh, King good. Arthur. And King Arthur, King Arthur dude, that movie rules. Wait, is that by the same person? No, no but just in general. No, no we're the only. Yeah, no, that's us movie. three are the only ones who like it. But that was Guy Ritchie. Yeah, Guy Ritchie made King Arthur. Yep. yep. What a guy. Ritchie. What a guy. But, no, that movie sounds interesting. It's a cool concept. I want more. I want Predator movies in just different eras. Yeah. I want to see fucking Predator fight Roman gladiators. Well, see, no, they can't just come are you kidding me? In a coliseum with a chariot? And yeah. Just... Yo, ancient... Every era, hum- humanity would not have made it. Well, listen, ancient Egypt, right? Mm-hmm. So then after the credits, you can have a big A-list actor go into an Egyptian cave and see hieroglyphics of a Predator. Oh, it could be like, that That was the Egyptian god Ra. Yeah. It was, it oh. was just Predator. Oh, dude. Dude, see, people get paid money to write worse scripts than that. Yeah. <laughs> we could make that good. I'll Easy. <laughs> yeah, right? Dude, if someone said, hey, guaranteed theatrical distribution on a Predator movie, but you have to do it for free, Okay. <laughs> Done. One really long line. Yeah. One really long night. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Moving on. We're bad at this. Hold on. I got one more. <laughs> I got one more. Home Alone. And it's, it's Macaulay Culkin now <laughs> rigging his house against a predator. He still wins. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> No, but I hope they give Macaulay Culkin the Arnold line, where at some point he goes face to face with the Predator and says, "You are one ugly motherfucker," <laughs> and then Joe Pesci comes back yeah. for no reason. Instead of get to the chopper, it's release the chopper, <laughs> and like it's a bunch of like RC <sighs> helicopters that like swarm it. Yes. Yes. Call me. <laughs> Who owns it? Universal. No, it's um Fox or well, Disney. Disney Universal and Fast and Furious would have a crossover. Who? That'd be so good. Fast and Furious and Predator. No, 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 no. How has this not happened? They're owned by the same company. Hmm. Fast and the Furious and Transformers. That would be perfect, dude. You throw in the Dino Bots, you got Jurassic Park in there too. Yeah. Now here's the thing. Dom is driving in a car, and you hear Optimus Prime go. You were right, Dom. Family. And then it fucking transforms <laughs> while Dom is on it. And he, like, gets on top of Optimus while he transforms. Then Dom jumps off Optimus, stabs another Transformer, miraculously survives. Dude, billions of dollars. You can do Fast and the Furious, mm-hmm. um, Transformers, King Kong, and, Godzilla. And Jaws. Yes. And all in one movie. Did you see the thing where someone said that they know how Fast and Furious should end the tenth movie? You did, you did, yeah, but did. say it, please. That it basically it's a time travel movie, and it's them like racing throughout time, like in the Roman like Colosseum arenas, <laughs> it's and so like good. like on, on cars, yeah, or on yeah, the like, no, like in cars, and then like <laughs> just wait, on just the wait. Great Wall of China while like war is happening, and then it ends the whole like big third act takes place in the future. It's like a futuristic t- city, whatever be it. And then in order to save the day and sacrifice everything, Dom has to drive into a wormhole. Okay. Or a black hole, whatever yeah. be it, right? And then the movie kind of ends. And then the post credit scene is you find out that Dom is alive. 
and he's in caveman times, and he invents the wheel. Come on. Come on. You would clap. I would clap at the end of the movie. That'd be such a good movie. It would be amazing. They already went to space. What's time travel? Well, here's the thing. I've seen all of them, but I won't go unless they come up with a better title than Fast 10 Your Seatbelts. (laughs) That has to be the title. (laughs) It has to be. Anyways, moving on to our next story. Um, You like Doctor Strange. I do. You like Doctor Strange. Yes. (laughs) I don't believe you when you said (laughs) that. But uh, anyway. That seemed false. (laughs) Um. Doctor Strange, according to the Hollywood Reporter, is going Time through. Doctor Strange is my middle for all Marvel movies. Either a movie is better than Doctor Strange or worse. <laughs> Doctor Strange is the exact middle point of every Marvel movie. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd have to look at my list to know which one it is for me. Because I like Doctor Strange a little bit more than it's that. It's probably close for me. I would say, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I think everyone in their mind has their Marvel movie that, like, it's the line. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's this. I just go, was it Thor Dark World? No, I liked it. <laughs> Good movie. Oh, man. But anyway, uh, the Doctor Strange sequel mm-hmm. has to go through, according to The Hollywood Reporter, significant reshoots. Okay. Um, about six weeks, which is a lot, and they're going to be working six days a week until the end of the year. So it sounds like trouble, although I wouldn't get too worried about it just yet. One that the article points out is they're bringing back Michael Waldron and Sam Raimi, the writer and director. So it's not like they're replacing somebody and, you know, it's a whole mess. Um, A couple of different sources have said a few different things as to why or to the confidence of the reshoots. Mm -hmm. Um, One even said we've had bigger reshoots on other MCU movies. Another source um, being a little bit more skeptical, saying um, six weeks is a long time. It's like they're shooting a whole different movie, although you need more than six weeks to shoot a whole different movie. Um, and But the article goes on to say that the main reason is two weeks of production had to stop because of, or they couldn't get to two weeks of production because COVID lockdowns in the UK, and they just missed out on two weeks of filming. So that two weeks then took up their scheduled reshoots, and then now they have more reshoots to do on top of that, and it's going to be about six weeks. But apparently the enthusiasm on set, according to the article, hasn't changed. Everyone's happy to be making the movie. So I don't... I'm not worried, and it's not like they're rushing it. They did push the release date a yeah. few weeks ago from March to May. In Sam Raimi, I trust, okay? It's, Sam Raimi. It simply comes down to that. You could push the movie back six months. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. It's Sam Raimi. <laughs> if I don't get one crash zoom in this movie, then Sam Raimi didn't make it. <laughs> like, that. that's simply... So you said that they had two weeks that they had to stop. So now there's six weeks of reshoots. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they were going to push the movie back anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they had ideas for what they were going to reshoot later on. And then they still missed out on two weeks. And it was like, well, shit. Yeah. And they pushed it back to be safe. Because Feige, Feige don't fuck around. Mm-hmm. That would be a great tattoo. Feige don't, don't fuck, fuck around. around. I'd like that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck around yeah. and find out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it Fuggy. seems pretty standard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't seem standard. It does seem like a lot, but all the reasons they're explaining seem mm-hmm. like it's standard. And then you top in COVID protocols. You mm-hmm. talk in the new working conditions after the I the IOTC strike. strike. Yeah. So it's like doesn't seem too bad. It seems a little long, but I, when you I feel like when you factor in all those, you're like, eh, yeah, eh, and fair. And it, and it's a big fucking movie. It's a big and, movie, and also. Nothing has leaked from that movie. Nope. Like, nothing. Yeah. 
And it's wrapped principal photography. It's going on to reshoots now. We don't know a goddamn thing. There's now all green screen work inside. <laughs> it has to be. Yeah. I tried to walk into Pinewood Studios once. They didn't let me. So. <laughs> there you have it, guys. Exclusive from the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no. I, like I said, love Sam Raimi. And for how much the studio fucked with this last Marvel movie, there's no way he'd put up with it if it was that going on. And I have a funny feeling that maybe because Marvel loves to do things in hindsight, they've, they're known to literally reshooting things after the premiere and before wide release. Like they've done that before. Really? The Avengers shawarma scene was shot after the premiere. <laughs> because someone in the crowd said it'd be really funny if we saw them eat shawarma. And they were like, let's go. And they shot oh, wow. it they and got it in the movie. All six actors Chris back. Evans. Chris Evans had a full beard for a new movie, which yeah. is why in the scene he's, he's sitting like, this, like that, uh-huh. really. And yeah, because he had a full beard and they couldn't hide it. That's amazing. That's well, they good. put like a makeup thing on it, but yeah. they're like everyone. It looked horrible, so they were like, just cover up your face. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but so I'm thinking that. They probably didn't know they had the rights to something, and now they do, and they're like, "Ooh, <laughs> let's go put it in How that can movie." We work this in, yeah. yeah. So you never know. I think it's going to be great. I think they have a batshit thing in store for us. It, it's going to be an event film. Yeah. Wild guess: Fantastic Four is going to be featured in that movie. Maybe I'm going to go more something X Men because the multiverse and. Mm. We will see Nick Cage Ghost Rider. Nick Cage Ghost Rider? Nick Cage Ghost Rider. (laughs) (laughs) No. It's a multiverse. Nick Cage is out of Hollywood until he wins an Oscar for Pig. That's fair. True. What if they made a deal with Sony to where Sam Raimi was like, can I have Tobey Maguire back in this movie? And they agreed. Who knows? Hmm. Be cool. Uh, Yeah, it'd be cool. We get two Doctor Strange Spider-Man team ups. I just want to know who Bruce Campbell's playing. Yeah, that's it. Because you know he's in it. I hope you he's know a he's in Doctor it. Strange. If Bruce Campbell on, that, plays that, that slick, slicked back black if, hair with if, a gray streak, give him. A if Bruce gloves. Campbell gets to play like a chubby like Doctor Strange, yeah. I would fucking lose it. I would spend hundreds of dollars on that Funko Pop. Yeah, <sighs> hundreds. <laughs> be good no i'm excited for the movie yeah me too mm-hmm. i'm not too worried about the reshoots not at all i think you'll be right above dr strange one <laughs> <In the line. laughs> uh, all right well what do you guys think about dr strange going through reshoots let us know down in the comments below moving on to our final story of the day lethal weapon 5 is officially happening but some of you might be thinking richard donner unfortunately passed away a few months ago which affected me very deeply because he's directed some of my favorite movies but Damn. He did not. No. He directed Superman 1. <laughs> oh. And 2. And and the Donner Cut of 2. The Donner Cut of 2. And he directed The Omen. Oh. And he directed Goonies. Really? Yeah. You know, uh, the Goonies and Back to the Future both just feel like they're Spielberg movies. Yeah. So in my head, no one else. <laughs> in your head, Canon Spielberg yeah. did them. Meanwhile, neither of them are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but anyways... Who's going to direct Lethal Weapon 5? Well, it's going to be star of the Lethal Weapon franchise and established director, Mel Gibson. Back in the news again after being in the Continental. And other stuff. And, you know, he's been in the news for other things before. (laughs) 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 Uh, 
Um, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Mel Gibson is stepping behind the camera once again, this time to direct in the latest and likely final installment of the action franchise, Lethal Weapon. The project was put in limbo after Richard Donner passed away. Changing the Guard has been in the works for months and was blessed, if not instigated, by Lauren Schuler Donner, the wife of Richard Donner. So, look. We're getting a new Lethal Weapon. I love that franchise. I love that franchise. I've seen one and two. They're the best ones. I don't really remember them. I like three. But in my memory, they are action movies, and I don't really care for it. So they are action movies. The first one, the first one is a Shane Black script, and it is awesome. I forgot about that. The the second one, I really like the second one Mm -hmm. because it's one of those movies that's like they don't try to be the first movie, and they put Mel Gibson's character through fucking hell in that movie, and it's like how and that whole story, and they literally (laughs) Murtaugh and Riggs take down apartheid. (laughs) Yeah, and Lethal Weapon too. Which which one has um, which one do they introduce Joe Pesci? Two, two. I love. You always get fucked in the drive-through. They (laughs) fuck you in the drive. That's my favorite rant in any movie. (laughs) I love those movies. They're good. Oh my god. And here's the thing. Controversial stuff aside, Mel Gibson is a fantastic director. He's a really good Whether director. Braveheart, Hacksaw Ridge. I'm curious of Hacksaw s- Ridge is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I'm curious of the scale because like all his movies are huge, and yeah. this is like just a, a buddy cop movie mm-hmm. that hasn't been made in years. So yeah, like, yeah, it's. And I'm wondering who do they get back? Do they get Chris Chris Rock back? Do they get? Oh uh, my god, I forgot Chris Rock yeah. is in four. Do they get? Is it Jet Li? He died. Spoilers. Oh, in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You were like, wait a yeah. second. I was like, I thought so too. I was like, when did Jet Li die? Um, yeah, Chris Rock, Joe Pesci, Donald, I, dude, Donald Glover too. Like, are they, they getting all of them back? Or if it... they get Joe Pesci, that would be amazing. Because the thing is, it's Lethal Weapon 5. Yeah. They're not saying it's a reboot. Yeah, no, it's like, 5. It better be him and Danny Glover. Yeah, especially if it was going to be the script that Donner was going to direct. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in, dude. I love the Lethal Weapon franchise. I'm sold. And uh, you give me tickets, I'll probably watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not so, catching up on it though. Listen, I need to let the good people know what the shit I do for our crew. So listen to this shit. Those of you may know about um, AMC A List, the subscription app for AMC theaters. They have this thing called AMC Entourage, where if you're an A List member, you can basically friend each other, kind of like social media. And you can reserve seats for your A-list friends. And if they have a reservation open, it will save for them. Makes it easier. Love it. Although they need to add a feature where I can, after the seats are purchased, I can assign people to certain seats. That would be super helpful. But. That would be helpful. Yeah. (laughs) But. You might be thinking, oh, what what is it? Four. Five max. Ten. (laughs) I buy tickets every week for ten people. Well, I reserve the seats. They all pay for them with their subscription plans. Have you ever tried making movie tickets for four people or more? <laughs> it's hard. I, and for the most part, seat, seat us together. There are going to be times, it's every fucking man for themselves in Spider-Man. When we get to Spider-Man, I'm going to be like, all right, you're in C3, you're in <laughs> F4, you're in H5. Just like, it's going to be you're in the back row, yeah. Nick, you and I are right? front center. <laughs> yeah. We're dead center. Yeah. <laughs> It's, they yeah. should bring back uh, the way that they used to do movie tickets where you buy a ticket and just hope that your seat, the seat that you want is available. No, I, yeah. I hated 
non-assigned seating. It, it was, was fucking nice. awful. It was so much better. No, it, it's fine when you live in a small town. When you live in Orlando, it's shit. Because remember, Waterford used to be like that. Yeah. yeah, but you had to go a few hours early. It was a whole experience. It was an experience, the but it was now a shit experience. I'm in my house. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I guess I can see this movie, and I have to book it whenever I want because I get to pick the seat. Yeah. I don't know. It's not as fun. Yeah. Would you prefer that when you go to concerts as well? <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you assign seats in concerts? I don't yes. go to concerts. Unless you go to the pit. Unless you go to the yeah. pit, but the pit kind of sucks. Oh. It's standing or like mm-hmm. lawn chairs and stuff. Yeah. Like, give, me, give me a seat. I want a cup holder. Yeah, exactly. So if I'm going somewhere and I got to sit down, I better have a cup holder. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. No, uh, but yeah. What do you guys think about Lethal Weapon 5 happening and Mel Gibson directing? Let us know in the comments below. Nick, did you have a rumor that you wanted to run by us? Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy because the, all the pages I normally go to were like the last three days, just all Spider-Man like trailer stuff, and then mm-hmm. that's already confirmed for tomorrow. Well, today, today, as of the when this comes out. Anyway, the <laughs> uh, uh, the only one I found that I thought was kind of mildly interesting was uh, they were saying the rumor right now is that the Batgirl HBO Max movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, will tie in and lead into the Black Canary project. Oh, for HBO yeah. Max. Okay. I don't remember if that was confirmed as a movie or a series, but whatever. I want to say it's a movie. Whatever the Black Canary project is, is going to have some. So sort the of... DCEU just lives on HBO Max. Now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, okay. I yeah. I'm still hoping for Affleck and Batgirl. I won't lie. I thought the DC was still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're being they're being cryptic with the Batman stuff and they movie. are. I think they're waiting. I think that question is answered in the Flash. Yeah, and I think they're just waiting because they said that Batman will be in Batgirl. And Which they, Batman? They asked that. They said the real Bat- one. That's not an answer. Yeah, I know. Also, whoever isn't the real Batman in that situation probably feels horrible. Yeah, yeah. Poor well, because Edward it, Cullen. It's very <laughs> Robert Pattinson. Poor Robert Pattinson. It's very clearly set in the DCEU because J.K. Simmons is going to be in it as Commissioner Gordon, her yeah. dad, mm. and that's and that's that, Affleck. That's Affleck's. That's yeah. Affleck's Gordon. Oh, oh, dang! But my son. But with all the fl- but with all the Flash <laughs> stuff, it could be Michael Keaton. Yeah, maybe. So why not? Maybe after the multiverse, yeah. Michael Keaton gets stuck in the DCEU. Who knows? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> right, before we go, uh, I like the rumor. Nice. I believe the rumor. Yeah. I mean, why? It, it's a rumor that like has no downside or like obvious like no wait a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's not, it's like okay. Like man, remember like rumors back in the day when it'd be like Wolverine's gonna be in the Avengers, and it's like no, he's not. They don't own Wolverine. You yeah. dumb fuck. So like it was <laughs> it's basically not, not yeah. possible. Yeah. But before we go, I'm gonna give a thank you to my friend Kyler Spiegel, who. Got this. I don't know if you guys can see it. It is a uh, signed poster from all the cast and crew of our short film, The Local, which is now available on Apple TV and Google Play. You motherfuckers, please watch it. <laughs> and uh, yes, thank you, Kyler. I love the gift. And uh, you guys got anything else you want to add? Um, it was a pleasure being on the show. <laughs> I look forward to being back in about two years, uh, give or take, because well, we it's about 200. one episode every week. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, let's say let's say almost a hundred weeks from now. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, dude. It's gonna be even crazier when we get Anthony on and he just has no idea what to do. 
<laughs> but uh, he, he only comes on every fifty episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's make it a yeah by by what centennial by centennial. Uh, I don't know numbers. <laughs> yes, I'm a communications major. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Have well, a conversation due at eleven. Uh, <laughs> You gave me Vietnam flashbacks of college, dude. <laughs> Apparently, this guy never witnessed me do work. I graduated with a degree. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you next week.